Good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Monday the 13th of October and here we go. Another week, nine days to go till the autumn statement when uh, Mr. Bean, oh sorry, Jeremy Hunt is probably going to not blow us away at all because it's going to be really boring. But there you go. Going to look forward to something, haven't we, Paul? Yes, that's right. Um, now, look, I'll tell you what, the news today, it's all a bit itsy bits, except for there's quite a lot of news out on sort of lithium in general, actually, today. So... So we might actually start off with um, actually before we get onto lithium, let's do lithium later. There is one because I know you love your diamonds, but diamonds have been really tough. And Lucara Diamonds had Q3 results today. Why don't you just talk through that, Paul? Because I know it's one you you quite liked. Um, but do you still like it? I, I like diamonds only for the fact that this is, uh, as far as producers is concerned, this is about as good as they get. Uh, outside of somebody like Al Rosa, but as far as Western companies are concerned, uh, operating-wise, the diamond market-wise, that's a much more challenging situation where there's an oversupply in the market at the moment. In fact, we have a curtailment of production of uh, purchasing uh, from the uh, Indian cutting centers, uh, which uh, began here in October for a two-month period in order to try to uh, sop up some of that excess inventory within the um, logistical chains here. Lucara's numbers out for the quarter ended September 30. They did actually improve their revenues here, $57 million for an increase of 14%. They did reach plan as far as production tons and that sort of thing is concerned. I do have a bit of concern here, uh, though, that they did so by essentially accelerating the depletion of the remaining uh, resources within the open pit uh, as they are moving this Kurowe mine in Botswana toward underground production uh, in due course just as soon as they can otherwise get the mine in de- uh, developed. They did have some fairly good output of larger stones, which uh, represented the majority of the uh, revenues uh, that were earned. Uh, so 50, about 67% of that at this point in time was from the larger stones in revenue. And cash stood at the end of the quarter at just shy of $17 million. So. Uh, it is looking fairly stable at this point in time, but I wouldn't say it's a particularly robust. Uh, it's a, I'd say hanging in there very well. Nothing wrong at the moment in the current global climate of hanging on in there. Anyway, uh, maybe worth commenting also that the Spanish copper miner Atalia Mining uh, is moving from AIM to the uh, the premium board of the LSE, actually. Uh, it's an introduction. They're not raising money. Probably fed up with their nomad. Uh, they say it's to get more investor interest, but getting rid of you know man never a bad thing anyway let's move on to lithium news paul and actually let's start with one uh which is alchemy capital uh client of bsa capital uh owners of the tees valley lithium plant they're building obviously a lithium hydroxide plant uh they've signed a uh an offtake agreement basically with wogan uh which is a a metals trader in london that we well london and, and china basically we've known him a very long time because of the chinese connections that Wogan stands for Wugen, which means five metals, but they've been minor metal traders, you know, since their first existence, uh, and actually now are right in the sweet spot with all the sort of battery metals and everything. But uh, Paul, do you want to give your angle on that, maybe? Well, first of all, I have to correct you on that one there, Andrew. That's not an offtake agreement. That is a supply agreement. Uh, 
Wogan will be supplying the Tees Valley plant with about 20,000 tons per annum. And then it, the offtake agreements are yet to be signed with whoever will be taking it uh, here at this point. Uh, so uh, this is a deal uh, there. Alchemy is taking in the material for the Tees Valley plant, and we'll see who they actually sell the end product to in due course. Uh, you are actually absolutely correct there, Paul. Uh, although I'd say that the the difference between a supply agreement and offtake agreement, I mean, there are some very big differences, actually, but it's the concept that they partnered up with someone who's going to be producing lithium carbonate for them to put into their first train. Um, but fair correction, Paul. Um, right, go on, talk us through some other lithium news then today. Yeah, we have several different names around the world of reported news out here. Patriot Battery Metals, the TSX-listed Quebec Spodubian Explorer, was a big runner uh, here in share price uh, for early stage investors on this Corvette property in northern Quebec. They put out some more drilling results, including the best hole yet as far as thickness is concerned, 172 meters in downhole thickness of 0.93 percent Li203. They will halt the drilling here uh, over the holiday period for a four to six week period uh, to uh, get some more assays back as they already have 140 holes uh, in the lab yet with results to come back. But uh, they're going to continue at earnest, uh, including during the winter time. They'll start up before the 1st of February again, they say, with up to 10 drill rigs. So this is uh, something they're really pursuing uh, in a heavy way. We've got Broadhead Lith- uh, Bradhead Lithium, uh, the London-quoted Arizona Lithium Explorer. They released first drill results on their Phase two program on the San Domingo pe- uh, pegmatite property. This just early numbers are coming back here uh, from uh, 14 holes, representing just under 1,000 meters so, so far with assays back. But they are showing pretty good encouragement on both the Midnight Owl uh, uh, area specifically. Uh, and uh, those numbers are also indicating there's uh, some, some, some significant um, uh, anomaly in both tin and tantalum uh, as well in this lithium. Uh, so uh, they're uh, feeling fairly confident that the ongoing program will come up with even better results. Uh, yeah, uh, broad ahead, of course, is actually it's 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 aim also London and TSX. Actually, most of the trade, the truth, takes place on the TSX. Um, but yeah, okay. What anything else, Paul? Just to say that uh, dual uh, quoted uh, integrated battery materials firm, and uh, but also primary ASX listed Neometals, uh, they have reported spodumene pegmatite encountered in uh, drill core review on uh, old nickel exploration on what's called the Spargos project, uh, 50 kilometers southwest of Coolgardie in West Australia. And the style of mineralization there, Neometals really familiar with, uh, as Neometals used to have uh, interest in the Mount Marion operation, also in the relative region there. And they're saying this mineralization looks so very similar to that. So uh, they'll put their own drilling program in on this thing, I'm sure, in due course. Very good. We'll call it a day there, Paul. Thank you very much. We'll speak again tomorrow. Very good. See you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. 
The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.